You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It's Rico Daily. I'm Ronnie Mola. And this week, the world of gaming got some huge news. Peter Kafka, Recode. Tell us what happened. Microsoft, company you've heard of, has bought Activision Blizzard, which if you play video games, you have also heard of because they're the people behind Call of Duty. World of Warcraft. <laughs> and Candy Crush. Delicious. If you don't play any of those games, that's okay. No, do they make Wordle? Uh, no, that's a free game. No one makes money from that. But Microsoft is paying $69 billion for that. Microsoft's going to be acquiring Activision Blizzard uh, for $95 a share, this says, in an all-cash transaction that's valued at $68.7 billion. So that's a big premium, guys. That's a premium of about 45%. This is a stock that closed at $65.39 on Friday. A company at that point with a market cap of just over $50 billion, almost $51 billion. Uh, this is a big deal, very big deal. That's roughly what Disney paid to buy a lot of Fox a few years ago to give you a sense of scope and size. It's a giant, giant deal. Microsoft already has a big game unit. They make their own consoles called the Xbox. They also publish their own games. They're behind games like Minecraft. And so this is them consolidating the game space in a big way. This is like a very familiar ground for me and Peter in that like I heard all the words and I was like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. And then like there you guys are like, Destiny. you're like, you want to do this podcast today? I was like, ah, oh, I have to read his article. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're the audience for this, then. Okay. We're going to bring it back to Netflix, though, Ronnie. You're going to like it. Okay, so they already had some games, and they had Xbox, and now they're getting more into games. Why do they want to invest more in gaming? The most obvious reason is that gaming is a huge business. As much time as you and I have spent writing about Netflix and TV and streaming, gaming is probably bigger than that. It's certainly bigger than the traditional movie business. There's enormous growth in it. It is mainstream culture for lots of people these days. It's not sort of niche gamer dudes that some of us often think about. Mm -hmm. Microsoft has been number two in the console wars behind Sony, which makes the PlayStation. That's a much more successful business, but Microsoft has been plugging away at this for a long time. And that's the most obvious reason for them to do it. They're also acquisitive in general. They buy things like LinkedIn. They wanted to buy Discord. They want to buy, buy, buy a lot. They wanted to buy TikTok a few years ago. There is a second theory that Microsoft likes. It's the idea that Microsoft wants to get into the business of the metaverse in the same way that Facebook has, 
will remind you that the metaverse is just sort of a fancy name for we're all going to hang out on the internet one day and throw different things with our avatars at each other. And if you're someone like Mark Zuckerberg, this seems like a good idea to you. And Microsoft would also like to participate in that. And it seems pretty obvious that, that if there is a metaverse in our future one day, that it's going to sort of start with gaming because people are already doing a lot of that metaverse-like stuff in video games today. So are they going to make LinkedIn the video game in the metaverse? I hope they make LinkedIn the video game because it'll go down as one of the best video games of all time. So why is this company letting Microsoft buy it? It's a good question. Activision has been a buyer for a long time. It's bought lots of other smaller gaming companies. There's consolidation in gaming happening sort of throughout the industry. But Activision is really sort of the biggest dog here. And the reason we're speculating they might be willing to sell is they've had a lot of scandal in the last year. Lots of allegations of sexual misconduct among its executives and employees and credible accusations that its executives, including its CEO, Bobby Kotick, haven't handled reporting that well. Kotick has served as Activision Blizzard's top executive over the last three decades. But in recent months, his tenure has come under scrutiny. The company faces multiple regulatory investigations into the alleged sexual assaults, along with broader claims of mistreatment of female employees in the last several years. Wall Street Journal had a very damning story last fall. It said that Kotick hadn't passed on allegations of rape to his board, even though there was a settlement in that case. Um, and nothing was done until a couple of years later, they, uh, her attorney sent an email to Bobby Kodiak and some of the other top executives. Even then, he didn't tell the board of directors. That was the first time the company took action. And to the best of our knowledge, the board of directors didn't learn about it until, um, until this year. And so he has been in a weakened position, and it's sort of an open speculation that Activision might be for sale and or that its CEO might be replaced or have to step down. And in fact, the last quarter, they did seem to be impacted in part by this problem. Certain people who'd left the company, uh, certain development projects perhaps delayed as a result. Um, and then there's the, well, could it, you know, could you get in there and try and get this thing sold, uh, which again raises questions. So it did get sold. And Microsoft has said that Bobby Kotick, uh, the longtime CEO, is going to stay running the company. I don't know how long that's going to be, but at least for now, he gets to save face and say that he's still running the company. OK, so it's sort of scandal ridden, um, but they didn't get a discount on it, right? You might argue that it might be much more expensive had the company not been fending off these accusations for the last year or so. Got it. And, and going back to the Disney Fox deal you mentioned before that kicked off a lot of consolidation in Hollywood. There was a lot of antitrust concerns there. Are we expecting something similar with Microsoft and Activision? You know, in the case of Disney and Fox, there were some smaller antitrust concerns. And Disney at one point planned on buying a bunch of Fox's sports assets, and that didn't happen. But basically, Donald Trump at the time liked the deal, and so it went through. But things are very different now. The Biden administration, he's appointed a lot of very vocal antitrust advocates, Lena Khan, other folks like that in the DOJ. And they have made it clear that they are concerned about big tech power specifically, but also just big companies getting bigger is a concern for them and signaling that they are going to look at lots of different deals of lots of different sizes. And certainly a giant tech company paying $70 billion for the leading Western game company is certainly going to trigger some alarms. It may not prevent the deal from happening, but they'll certainly scrutinize it. Okay, so it might go through, but it's not a great time to be a giant tech company trying to buy another giant tech company. 
I mean, Microsoft's bet is it's a great time where we think it's going to work. If we're wrong, by the way, we have to give Activision $3 billion as a breakup fee. And that sounds like a lot of money to you and me. And for Microsoft, that's kind of pocket change. Mm-hmm. They're going to test out the theory that big tech is too big. They're going to say, let's let's see what happens. Let's see if you can find a reason to prevent us from doing this. And by the way, and I sort of alluded to this earlier, they're suggesting that one of the reasons that the government might want them to make this deal is that they are going to be a foil for Facebook. Facebook says it wants to get in the metaverse. Facebook is buying lots of companies that have metaverse-like applications. And if you're Microsoft, you could say, hey, if you're concerned about Facebook dominating this space that doesn't exist yet, the metaverse, we're going to help you out because we're also going to be in that space. So you got to let us make this deal to sort of help you guys out. You see this a lot from big companies. They'll say, we're going to help. We're going to provide competition to this other Goliath. Mm -hmm. So let us pass. Right. But it feels a little flimsy to me to be like, okay, you need to let us combine with another company so that we could take on Facebook. But it seems like it's more part of the problem. I don't know. Well, you got to sell it with more conviction than that. Because I think that kind of that argument often works fairly well. I mean, the truth is, the government regulators have not been especially interested in preventing deals that might stymie something in the future. Mm -hmm. They're pretty good about going and saying, well, this is historically has been a problem where we want to prevent this thing that used to happen in the past from happening again. When it comes to brand new things like the metaverse, which again, might not even exist. It might just be whole. uh, Can I swear on this? I don't know. This may all be bullshit, but for now, people are throwing lots of money at this idea, bullshit or not. And so asking the government to sort of help you compete with other companies that are also throwing lots of money at bullshit is kind of a plausible defense. So this deal, if it does go through, what might it look like? What How is this going to shake up the players? Where do we end up? So like with movies and TV, when you buy a big game studio, you might want to make some of that stuff exclusive to your platform because it gives people a reason to buy stuff from you. And in this case, not coincidentally, Microsoft has been moving its game division away from Xbox consoles, the physical box that costs 300 bucks or 600 bucks, and towards more of a Netflix style service called Game Pass, where you pay them 15 bucks a month and you can play all the games you want. But I'm not sure that they're going to go and make a lot of these games exclusive because you do want the games to be played by the most people possible. Right. It's more fun if more people are playing it, right, with these larger games. Yeah, also you just make more money, right? If more people are playing Call of Duty, that's better for Activision. So I would assume there'll be some kind of exclusives and things that get moved over to Game Pass for Xbox. But I think if you're a gamer for the near future, everything sort of stays the same. But you now have one giant tech company that owns a big gaming platform and now owns the biggest game publisher, at least in the West. And so you could see things changing over time. All right, thanks. That's more than I ever want to know about gaming mergers. You can't unknow it, Ronnie. Today's episode was produced by Taylor Macon and engineered by Melissa Pones from Hemlock Creek Productions. I'm Ronnie Mola. Thanks for listening.